Salutations, listeners. You're listening to another episode of the Dr. Jazz Podcast, and I'm your host, Nathan Holloway, your doctor for jazz. And we're hoping to cure whatever it is that ails you through the power and majesty of jazz music. In this episode, we continue our special series dedicated to the maverick composer, John Zorn. And in this particular part of the series, part two, we're going to be looking at the art of exotica through the John Zorn filter. Now, how do you take what we're hearing behind us right now and transform it into the beautiful music that John Zorn has created? And what is exotica exactly? Well, exotica is the art of some of these musicians and composers and arrangers that uh, you may have never heard of that are an obvious influence on Zorn's music. And we're talking about Esquivel, uh, Bert Kampfert, Arthur Lyman, Les Baxter, uh, Martin Denny. Martin Denny had all those exotic series there was exotica one exotica volume two exotica volume three you know um ima sumac and um all these uh these great you know singers and arrangers and they usually had some kind of jungle scene behind them or you know something like that and they always had like uh, a pretty girl on the cover with uh, a come hither stare on the beach or you know in some exotic place or something so these things and that sound that it created things like you're hearing behind you right now were an obvious influence on John Zorn and I thought about actually using some of the interview material in which John Zorn has talked about some of his music and then I I decided against that because I know that he has said that he doesn't like doing interviews because he feels like whenever you say something, you're like pinned for against the wall for saying that, you know, and, and, and you could change. So being an artist myself, I completely sympathize with that, and I don't ever want to do that to him. So I'm just going to recite to you some of the things that have stuck out to me. Uh, and what he has said in some interviews. So, in this episode, we're going to be taking a look at John Zorn's compositions in the art of exotica through some of his different groups and some of his different pieces. And this is the more, if you will, <laughs> softcore Zorn. So, um, thank you for listening, and let's get to the music.
All right. Both of those selections were from John Zorn's album from 2001, The Gift. And the musicians on The Gift were John Zorn, Mark Rebo on the guitar, Jamie Saft on the keyboards and organ, Trevor Dunn on the bass, Ciro Baptista on the percussion, Joey Barron on the drums, as well as appearances by Dave Douglas on trumpet, Mike Patton on vocals, Ned Rothenberger, I'm sorry, Ned Rothenberg, Jennifer Choi, Masumi Rostad, Raman Ramakrishnan, and Greg Cohen. So, all-star cast and even all-star cameos. Um, this is volume three from the Music Romance series from John Zorn. And the first selection we heard uh, was Makaha, which opens up the album, <clears throat> and followed that, the next tune that followed that was La Flor del Barrio. And that's such a beautiful piece. Those are two, I mean, the whole album is fantastic. But those two pieces really stuck out to me. And, I mean, even when I first heard the CD, it's just fantastic. And um, in the instance of La Flor del Barrio, it's one of the most melodic pieces, um, I believe, that Zorn ever created. And apparently I'm not alone because... Sophia Ray uh, penned vocals and words to this tune in which she used to uh, sing the words and recreated this for John Zorn's song project. So if you go and you buy the John Zorn song project CD, she's actually put words to this and it's just gorgeous. I love Sophia Ray's version of that, you know, with the song project. So... As you can hear, and, and about this time, 2001, let, let's put it in context within the, the Zorn community and the Zorn filter and everything. He was still gigging with the original Masada Quartet. He was still putting out, you know, hardcore kind of albums and things like that. And so I specifically remember a lot of magazines and interviews and online, you know, communities wondering and asking the question if John Zorn had went soft. Is he getting softer in his older age and all this other stuff? And the truth of the matter is, is that they just can't expect diversity. That's what I think. That's my humble opinion. Is that, who, who, okay, so the guy can scream and he can make hardcore noise and he, you know, okay, great. But that's all you think he can, he can do? He's not a one-trick pony. So, you know, and this kind of goes to what people were saying um, about him. And, and, and I've heard him say that, you know, a lot of people can't, you know, they, they love to put things in boxes. They love to categorize things. And this actually goes all the way back to Duke Ellington because Duke Ellington didn't believe in categories either. In fact, there are two quotes of Duke Ellington that I would say are quite applicable here to John Zorn. One, Duke always said, I believe music is neither new nor old. And the second quote is that if he really believed in something, he would say that something is beyond category. And I truly think that John Zorn 
embodies that. I think that Zorn is beyond category. So that's why I want to feature him in so many different parts to this so that you can see just or hear just what a, a multi-faceted artist this man is. I mean, it's just musically remarkable. And so, yes, just because he has experimented in the art of Exotica doesn't mean that he's getting soft. Because as we would hear later on, you know, after, you know, 2001, he has not lost his edge at all. So, there's my statement on that. Um, but yeah, these first two selections were from The Gift by John Zorn. And up next, we are going to go to one of the most beautiful and melodic groups that Zorn has ever created. The Dreamers. Thank you. 
Yes, The Dreamers. From the album The Dreamers. And that was recorded in 2007 and put out in 2008. Uh, The Dreamers consist of Mark Rebo on the guitar, Jamie Saft on keyboards, Kenny Wollinson on vibes, Trevor Dunn on the bass, Joey Barron on the drums, Ciro Baptista on the percussion, and the composer himself, John Zorn on saxophone. These are beautifully packaged. That's another thing that I might want to add. You know, Zorn truly is into the art of the physical. And as somebody who respects that and still collects physical items, not just digital items, that's very comforting. That you get something special anytime you buy something from Zorn and Zodic. And the Dreamers CD is this beautiful little gatefold thing with all these little animals. And they even comes with little stickers. Uh, and these very kind of almost like shrinky dink, if you can go back to that from your childhood. Shrinky dink like material that, you know, states all the information. So it's, it's just wonderful. And... Those two tracks that we heard are from the album, The Dreamers, and the first track that we heard was Mau Mau, and the second track that we heard was Nekashim. Not to be confused with a similar title, Nekashim, from John Zorn's Cobra albums. I think there's one that's a Tokyo Operations 1994, in which there's a tune called, or titled... A game, a part of the game piece entitled Nekashim. And those are completely different. <laughs> um, yeah, listen to them back to back if you don't believe me. Um, so, moving on, <clears throat> and we'll hear more from the Dreamers in just a minute. But moving on, um, John Zorn had uh, just another beautiful, lovely album that came out in 2009 called the Alhambra Love Songs. And this is kind of like, I guess, a collection of pieces uh, dedicated to people from California. And each track on the album is dedicated to somebody very special. And I'm not going to list them all, but it goes through uh, Vince Guaraldi, uh, from the Peanuts fame and all of his wonderful jazz albums besides that. Uh, Mike Patton, Harry Smith, Clint Eastwood, Willie Winant, Mo Siegel, Terry Riley, David Lynch. So, even in just that collection of names, you can see that there is a varied interest, even in Zorn's inspirations. And this trio consists of Rob Berger on the piano, Greg Cohen on the bass, and Ben Porowski on drums. And the track that we're going to listen to is one of the most just groovy tracks. I mean, they're all great. But this is Alhambra Blues dedicated to Mo Siegel.
right, Alhambra Blues for Mo Siegel. Once again, that's off of the album Alhambra Love Songs, which features Rob Berger on the piano, Trevor Dunn, I'm sorry, not Trevor Dunn, Greg Cohen on the bass, and Ben Porowski on drums. And Greg Cohen's just laying that bass down because, I mean, it's... It almost sounds like he could have been like right there with Lee Morgan in the Blue Note, you know, album studios and and just playing like the Sidewander or something. You know, that's just that it's such a groovy bass line, man. I love, love, love Greg Cohen's bass playing. And not a lot of people give Greg Cohen enough love. I'm gonna put that out there. I mean, everybody loves Joey Barron, and I do too, and he gives everybody hugs. You know, I, I, I've met him, I've, I've seen Masada, and Zorn's fantastic, and Dave Douglas is, you know, in his own world, and that's great. I respect Dave, you know, everybody's different. But not everybody gives Greg Cohen enough love because this guy is the anchor. He is the one who's laying down the foundation of this stuff, man. And he's just time and time and time and time again proving himself just how how wonderful a musician he is. And he's not a flashy player, but he's solid. So I don't know if anybody will ever hear this who will talk to Greg Cohen, but if they do, tell them that Nathan Holloway says, thank you for everything you've done, Greg Cohen. God bless you. Up next, we're going to listen to The Dreamers again uh, with an album called OO. It's like O apostrophe O. I'm not exactly sure what, how to pronounce it, but <clears throat> once again, it's Mark Rebo on the guitar, Jamie Saft on the piano and organ, Kenny Wollinson on the vibes, Trevor Dunn on bass, Joey Barron on drums, and Ciro Baptista on percussion. And the, the premise of this album is that there is this this um, there's this Hawaiian bird and it's extinct and it used to have this beautiful song and because it's extinct now no one will ever hear its beautiful song anymore and it's such a different take that and that's it's still musical but that just shows that how far Zorn's mind can go which is fantastic, uh, because all of these songs are beautiful, beautiful songs. Um, and the cool part about it is that, once again, in the packaging, you get this CD, and it's in this kind of plastic, kind of like a digipack. It's not like a cardboard. It's like a, a thick plastic, and you open it up, and the album's on one side, or the CD is in one side, but then on the other side, you pull this booklet out. And I believe it's Chippy, you know, um, that did all these sketches. And there's like, and we're talking 30 pages maybe, you know, uh, of sketches that are like of all these little birds, this pencil sketches. It's beautiful. And they have the names underneath each one of them. I mean, I guess the word that comes to mind is care. There is so much care that goes into the music, the musicianship, the packaging, the melodies, that's what I think separates Zorn and Zodic from so many other things. And there's lots of great music. Do not get me wrong. I'm not putting down all music, but not all labels present as much care 
as what Zorn does. So that's what makes it special. And in a world that we live in today, there are very few things that are special anymore. But these products are special. So let's listen to OO by The Dreamers.
The Dreamers, once again, off the album Oh Oh. Uh, the first tune that we heard was Little Bittern, which featured uh, Jamie Saft and um, in the band. And then the second track that we heard was Archaeopteryx, which really featured Mark Rebo on the guitar. And that's just one of my favorite tunes off that album. It's just it's bluesy, but it's still very... Well, it's the art of Exotica in the Zorn filter. Because if you stop and you think about it, we're talking about uh, an endangered or an extinct bird that came from around uh, Hawaii, I believe. And so you have the, the backdrop of what could sound exactly like a Les Baxter sort of thing, you know, uh, or a Martin Denny, you know, quiet village sort of uh, sound. But instead, through the Zorn filter, you have these great musicians like Mark Rebo and Jamie Saft, and they're doing it their own way, which is Zorn's, you know, compositions. So it's Exotica through the Zorn filter, which is one of the reasons we're trying to bring this to your attention. This is cool. You know, when you lump these all together and you look at them in a different light, uh, and if you want to see these beautiful album covers, please check out the website, Dr. Jazz Podcast, D-R-J-A-Z-Z-P-O-D-C-A-S-T.wordpress.com. Okay? And by all means, support these artists. Even if you're usually a digital person, I implore you to go to Zodic.com, to Downtown Music Gallery, you know, his website, you know, they're all in, in New York on the Lower East Side, uh, even Amazon, and purchase these products to support the artist because what you get is something special. And that's all I'm going to say for, for now. Up next, the Nova Express from their album, from the album Nova Expressed, uh, composed by John Zorn, of course, and inspired by William Burroughs. This features John Medeski on piano, Kenny Wollinson on the vibraphone, Trevor Dunn on the bass, and Joey Barron on the drums. And the track that we're going to hear is Between Two Worlds.
All right, Nova Express, Between Two Worlds, John Medeski, piano, Greg, Co I'm sorry, Trevor Dunn on bass, um, Joey Barron on drum, drums, and Kenny Wollinson on the vibes. <clears throat> and now, continuing on a different direction, we're going to talk about and listen to the Gnostic Trio, which consists of Kenny Wollinson on vibraphone and bells, Carol Emanuel on the harp, and the one and only Bill Frizzell on the guitar. And this is has been well this the Gnostic Trio's records have been described as ambient music, you know, that is uh, extremely lyrical and melodic, which is quote unquote seldom heard in Zorn's work, which I vehemently disagree with. But this is another instance in which I think that, you know, this draws upon that same idea of exotica. So, um, it's very peaceful music. I will agree with that. Um, I think there's a lot of Zorn's work that's highly lyrical. Uh, I don't think it's out of character. I think that it's... I think you can lump this in with that. You know, it's two different sides of a coin. Let's put it that way. But regardless, all of the Gnostic Trio's albums are just fantastic. They're beautiful. They're well done. They're well crafted. And they're looked on with a lot of care. I mean, Zorn has been working with Bill Frizzell for years. I mean, before the Gnostic Trio, Bill Frizzell was a guitarist in Naked City. And besides Naked City... He was with um, John Zorn and um, George Lewis, the trombonist, in a jazz trio called More News for Lulu, or News for Lulu, in which the three of them, without drums, without piano, just guitar, trombone, and saxophone, played bunches among bunches of jazz standards like Blue Note Jazz Standards by Kenny Dorham and by Hank Mobley, you know, and it, it's just great stuff, Sonny Clark. But this is a new um, facet in which to use Bill Frizzell's talents within this John Zorn filter. So what we're going to listen to first is Prelude to the Book of Pleasure from... The Gnostic Preludes, also subtitled The Music of Splendor. And then after that, we're going to listen to Hymn of the Nassanese from the Gnostic Trio's album The Mysteries. Enjoy.
All right, the Gnostic Trio with Kenny Wallinson on vibraphone and bells, Carol Emanuel on the harp, and the one and only Bill Frizzell on guitar. Again, we heard first Prelude Number 2, The Book of Pleasure, from the Gnostic Preludes, Music for Splendor. And after that, we heard Hymn of the Nassanes from the Gnostic Trio's album, The Mysteries. So, both beautiful sounds. And one could connect those lines between the Gnostic Trio's sound and Exotica. And that's what we're looking at in this episode, is the art of Exotica through the John Zorn filter. Well, up next, we're going to go back to the Nova Express. And if you couldn't remember who that is, Nova Express is John Medeski on the piano, Kenny Wollinson again on the vibraphone, Trevor Dunn on the bass, and Joey Barron on the drums. And this is from their album, Dream Machines. Again, drawing inspiration from William S. Burroughs. And here is The Conqueror Worm.
All right, The Conqueror Worm featuring Nova Express again. Really featuring John Medeski's piano in that a lot. And Joey Barron does not let up for a second on the time. I I tell you what, The Conqueror Worm from Dream Machines. Man. Well, up next, The Dreamers Strike Again. That's right, The Dreamers provided and were called on uh, by Zorn to provide the album for one of the Masada Book 2 albums, the Book of Angels. And with the Masada Book 2, it is a series of 32 albums, and each album having a different artist uh, present John Zorn's compositions for the Masada Book 2. And volume 14 of those is by the Dreamers. And the Dreamers, again, is Mark Rebo on guitar, Jamie Saft on the piano and organ, Kenny Wollinson on the vibraphone, Trevor Dunn on the bass, Joey Barron on the drums, and Ciro Baptista on the percussion. And so with this, we're going to listen to a track called Haggai. And you'll even see the influence of Exotica even through John Zorn's second Masada book of compositions. So I'm going to let you hear it for yourself. I'm not going to talk as much. Here's Haggai from volume 14, Epos of the Dreamers.
the Dreamers from Epos, Volume 14 of the Masada Songbook 2. That was Haggai. And to be fair, the exact same thing happened with the Nova Express group. So let's listen to Ethereal from the Nova Express's album for the Masada Songbook 2 called Andros.
All right. The Nova Express. John Medeski on piano and organ. And Kenny Wollinson on vibraphone. Trevor Dunn on bass. Joey Barron on drums. So, and that was from their contribution to the Book of Angels, the Masada Songbook 2. So, um... Up next, we have music from the goddess, music for the Ancient of Days. And this is quite an interesting little sextet. It's kind of combining things, you know. It's Rob Berger on the piano uh, with Trevor Dunn on the bass, Ben Porowski on drums. So almost the exact same trio as... The Alhambra Love Songs Trio, just Greg Cohen is replaced by Trevor Dunn. But then you have Kenny Wollinson on the vibraphone, Carol Emanuel on the harp, but instead of Bill Frizzell on the guitar, it's Mark Rebo. So there's like two substitutions and two groups kind of combined into one. And the result is still beautiful, beautiful, beautiful music. And this is kind of like music that is a celebration of the feminine. Um, so yeah, and I mean, this, this track is called Drawing Down the Moon, and Rob Berger just does a spectacular job on the piano. So here's Drawing Down the Moon.
That's from The Goddess. Music for the Ancient of Days that was drawing down the moon. All right. Well, it's starting to run a little long, so I've got two quick uh, pieces, and I want to end with the Dreamers again because the Dreamers are just so ingrained into the Zorn filter of the Art of Exotica, which is what we're talking about and featuring in this part to a specific series dedicated to John Zorn. And, you know, the Dreamers really were the exact same group in place on The Gift, which is the very first album that we heard, uh, minus Kenny Wollinson. He is the only guy who was missing. All the rest of the band were right there for that album, for The Dreamers. And then The Dreamers became The Dreamers, and then they did O.O., and then they've done some of the Masada song book. And now... We're going to end with two selections from Pellucidar, A Dreamer's Fantabula, which came out in 2015. And we're going to listen to A Perfume from Cleopolis. And then we're going to end with Once Upon a Time.
Well, thank you for listening to the Dr. Jazz Podcast. We have been taking a look at the Zorn Filter from the Art of Exotica. Les Baxter, Arthur Lyman, Esquivel, Martin Denny, and how Zorn translates that into his own compositions. Kudos to the Dreamers, who's taken us out with Once Upon a Time from their album Pellucidar. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned, and until next time, remember, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Y'all be good now, and in jazz we trust.